Welcome to day two of the Working Mama three-day live event series. Today, we're chatting about the mental load and I'm sharing with you three steps on how to rebalance the mental load with your partner. Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hope everyone's doing well. So tonight I'm going to be chatting to you about the mental load. And so the mental loads, so much about it. There's we all talk about it. And so I thought I'm just going to jump on and do an Instagram live and do that. Now I'll get the pitch out of the way. Um, and so we then just get on to the fun stuff. The pitch tonight is that the uh, working Mama community, which is the membership to support working mums in all aspects of life. So you can either be self-employed, work for an employer, um, or even be on maternity leave. The doors are open at the moment and it's all focused solely on working mums. There's so many memberships out there for all different things. This is the one, the only membership for working mums. So that's my pitch over and done with. And so that's where we are. So tonight, what are we talking about? We're talking about the mental load. And if you've got any questions, comments, or anything like that, you know, about the mental load, just type them in the comments and we'll get to them along the way. So really love your interaction. The mental load is commonly the biggest challenge that I get when I survey and speak with uh, working mums. It's definitely there. And so I'd be interested as well if you're online at the moment or even in um, replay, um, just do hashtag replay, what do you think the mental load is? I'd love to hear in your comments, what do you think it is? And also what's your experience about it as well? Type in the comments from either one to 10, one being that you don't have a good um, sharing of mental load with your partner or 10 that you do have a good sharing of the mental load. So if you're online at the moment, feel free to jump in and just see uh, what it's like. And, you know, yeah, Christy, all those things that keep the household ticking, that is probably one of the best ways to actually summarize it. Yes, it definitely is. So the mental load can also be referred to as cognitive labor, can also be referred to as the invisible or non-tangible tasks of running a household. Christy, lately it feels like mine is eight too with me being eight. Yes, that's good. That's good that it's being, you know, you've got hive. Um, but definitely as well, uh, one of the bonus comment, bonus comment associated is with your division of labor with your partner. Um, and it's also like that feeling of we're doing everything, that we're remembering everything, the organizing, the present buying, you know, what kids need to be where and when and, and things like that. Definitely as well, um, during COVID, the mental load has really been impacted by women. And this is well documented um, around the world that it's, uh, women have had to take on more responsibilities, definitely with caring, remote learning, um, sometimes just also the emotional engagement and stability of the family um, there's lots going on uh, with COVID and that's really also done um, and had a big impact on the mental load and the emotional labor that women have borne for the last 20 months there is some reports coming out about it I know they're 
there are some coming, um, which is very um, interesting to see what the real impact is um, on working mums on the mental load. So when it's available, I'll definitely be sharing those um, around. Um, and I also have to say that there was in 2017 a really interesting um, French cartoon. Um, it's got it's quite long. If you haven't seen it, I'll definitely share it. Um, it says you should have asked, and it's an interesting cartoon that goes through you know very much the normal things of actually sharing the mental load with your partner, and it's someone actually saying, "Well, you should have asked, and you should have asked," and it's. It goes through all the things that we talk about and it's really that light bulb moment when you read it of going, aha, you know, this is what we're talking about and, yes, I can relate to this. Uh, and, you know, as what we know, lots of women can really relate to being, oh, God, I've got another one. I've got to do this person here and that person there and the dinner and the kids and what injections do they need and, and things like that. So lots going on and, and that with, with sharing the mental load. So why, is, why do women take it on? Well, I would also have to say that this might sound a little bit controversial, but I think it's also one thing that society, you know, there's been this we should be doing things um, as working mums so many times and these expectations have really been put onto us for such a long time. You know, traditionally women have been the ones that have stayed at home, you know, doing the child-rearing things and, and, and raising kids, and that's been our sole objective. We're now in the 21st century. We have, uh, you know, we've, we want a career. We want to be able to out there earning a living, being role models and, and doing what we want for our family. And so that's where we're feeling what we should be doing from the 1950s perspective, but we're actually now living in the 21st century. And we're trying to really even out those deck chairs again. So that's why the mental load, I think, also is coming into it a lot more is because we're all going, we don't do what the 1950s and what our grandmas did. We want to do what we're doing now. We kind of want to do what some of the, you know, what the husbands were doing a little bit, so to speak, because um, we want a career and we want to be a mum. And so how do we even out that balance? And so I'd have to say as well, it's, you know, some of that, as I said earlier, that should be doing, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. What's not to say that partner or the husband should be or could be doing that. So let's change the, the, the conversation around as well. We could be doing these things. We could also delegate or we could outsource. And so there's some of these things. So that's what I also uh, talk to you tonight as well about is it's not about what we should be doing. So let's get into, I could do this. I could delegate it and I could also outsource it. And so I also have to say, like I put up in the Working Mama Facebook group, uh, I think it was last week, we're sharing some examples around the emotional labour and even when people, like husbands have gone to the shops, um, like my husband recently went to the shops with my two young boys and they were, you know, he's, he's been offered assistance and I certainly don't get that same thing when I go to the, do the grocery shopping, but he got it with both the boys and people were almost commending him. And I'm like, but why? Just because he's a dad, he's taking the kids to the shops. It's, you know, that, that division of labour and what also people see that you should be doing and, you know, that role of the father's going to the shops as opposed to it's just a parent. He's looking after his kids just like any other mum would usually do. So my other thing as well is, so my challenge now is, do it? does it have to be this way, the mental load? No, because you know what? 
We get to write our own destiny. We get to write our own future. And so that's what I'm going to go through now is some foundations that can help support you in actually creating this change. And so what I'd like to also, first of all, start with is about communication. Communication with the mental load is so integral. It's it's important because it's about communication between you and your partner. And that's typically where the mental load's being shared. So if you're not communicating, then things are just going to continue. But we need to get off that treadmill, review, analyze, and then to be able to then find a way forward. Another big part about it as well is about letting go. And I know that as moms, sometimes it's really easy just to step in and just go, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take over and it'll be done probably in half the time. But as what it's like when we're teaching our kids, it's also really important that if we're getting someone else to do a task, we can explain it to them. But and also just having to just sometimes bite our tongue and just walk away. L does lashing out count as communicating? There's probably some ways that we can uh, we can look at it. Sometimes even just walking away and saying nothing. It's just like okay, they're doing it differently. It's different way I do it, and but you know what? That's okay. So as I said, letting go can sometimes be really difficult inside ourselves but then it can also then be quite powerful because it's just like teaching our kids you know them to do a new task it's just like building blocks we can do it in two seconds but as we're teaching our kids to do it they get better and better and it's just like some tasks that are associated with running the household the more that we can let go and encourage others to do them it frees us up and not only frees us up from actually doing it physically, it also frees us up from the mental space, from actually doing it rather than thinking about, oh, I've got to do this, this, and this, and this. It's exhausting. We can go, right, I don't have to worry about that. You're then got more time potentially to spend on you because as we all know, as moms, we don't have enough time for ourselves. And I'd also say another big tip is about removing the word should from your vocab. So rather than it should be like, you know, here we go again, I should, lack of saying, oh, I'm the mom, I should be, you know, for example, taking the day off if the kids are sick or something like that, I should do it because I'm the mom. No, you, you shouldn't have to do something. It could also be a discussion between you and your partner to see um, you know, who's got the most on in terms of calendar and schedules and um, and that. So you don't have to assume what it is that is actually happening. So don't use the word should, actually use the word, you know, could we do this or review what's going to be working with the mental load. So really sort of 100% we need to let go. Yes, we do. And because as moms, we feel that we need to, as I said, should keep things going on and on and on. But we actually need to let go and we need to delegate and it's okay for others to do things as well. So that's what I'm going to go through now is actually some things and some a framework that you can use to actually start letting go. And so the first step about sharing the mental load is actually doing an audit. Just do a big download, get it all out of your head between you and your partner, and it's probably best you actually do it separately as well, um, about an auditing. Review everything that involves running your household. If you need something to help you out with this, I've actually got a resource on the Working Mama website, three steps to sharing the mental load. Download it, and it's got a full audit 
shared spreadsheet that you can go through and tick, yay, I'm doing this or not. And I'll look at it in, in two parts. One is about what you're currently doing and one is about your future setup. So currently, what are you doing? You know, do you want to, and also this is a reflection on you, so it's best that you do it separately. What do you want to start doing? What do you want to stop doing? And also, what do you want to outsource or swap as well? So it's really important that you don't feel that you need to do every single task. You may want to give it to your partner to do and agree, you know, to to swap it or thinking, look, let's have a discussion about swapping this. If they're doing one component, they might as well do the other half. Or also some things that, you know, might be just as well to outsource. So the first step, as I said, is about going through this audit to actually um, looking at what you're doing, who's doing what. So that way you're actually having a fact-based discussion about the mental load rather than that, oh, I think you're doing this and that's unfair you're doing that. Sit down, fact-based discussion also takes out the emotion. As Sydney City mums, I also find it's not criticising and correct and correcting is really important. It certainly is 100%. That's so true. And so it's one of those things when you go through, to go through the audit, do the download, and that's when you can then, as I said, have the fact-based discussion. And also remember that you, between the two of you, you don't need to feel that you're doing everything. You can actually go, you know what, we do need to outsource. Once you've done your audit, uh, I, as I said, I suggest that you do this separately. Come together and then sit down and also make sure you do this when you're in a good, decent, uh, level-headed mind because it can be quite emotional at times with these discussions. And so then by having a conversation that you're both in a good frame of mind, you can sit down. Ideally, the kids aren't around because in that way you can just actually have a good, you know, uninterrupted discussion. Go through each of the tasks and look at what you are currently doing And it also might be you may agree or disagree on who's actually got that responsibility. So once you've aligned on what you're currently doing, look at then what's best going forward. You know, look at what, you know, as I said, some things better if they're grouped in one thing that it's also taken care of. Or it also might be that it's one person's to to wear in the bulk of it. And it also might be actually may share it. Um, So, for example, like my husband's always done the laundry in our relationship just something he knew that I always had a just-in-time principle approach to uh, washing where he wants things a little bit more structured. So I knew what, he does it all. He does the kids, he does the washing. I don't even know what the order of the towels is or the sheets and things. Now we've got solar panels installed. It's a lot done during the day, so it's great he's working from home with COVID. And it's it's all taken care of. I actually do not even worry about the washing. Instead, I then have taken on the responsibility more of meal planning and and thinking about that way of, you know, what are we doing each night? But also I don't do all the cooking. Um, Generally, my husband as well will do cooking on the weekends when he's got a little bit more time. So we do share the cooking. So there's some things you can say it's not explicitly one or the other. It's definitely as well about sharing that mental load. And it's been a discussion. Um, similarly, like when, um, I remember when I was returning from Matt leave the first time I said, I don't want to do all the drop-offs and pickups because I don't want to be that person. Um, also being the stigma of I'm dropping my son off every single time and just being known as that, that person. And so instead we actually share the load of the drop-off and pickups at childcare. And so it's things like that, that you don't necessarily have to have one person owning it, but having that conversation, as I said a little bit while ago. Communication is important. It's critical. So just to recap, 
do your audit, sit down with your partner, review what tasks you're currently doing, and also then look at those areas that you want to look at going forward. So think about what you want to keep doing, what you want to swap. So you may be doing something you want to swap with your partner. And also think about what you want to do to outsource. So one of my things about outsourcing is, you know, do you want to get a cleaner? For us, getting a cleaner has freed up more time for our family. And so on the weekends, we're not spent cleaning bathrooms and spending, you know, getting in bad moods because both my husband and I are always in crappy moods when we have to do the bathrooms and and things like that. It's the best money that we spend. Downright, I highly recommend getting a cleaner. And then also other tips for outsourcing. I know a lot of busy parents are using online deliveries at the moment. You know, outsourcing like hairdressing, my hair at the moment is terrible. I'm not doing it myself. I'm definitely leaving that outsourcing to my cleaner. I'm sorry, to my cleaner, to my um, hairdresser. So there's so many things that when you look at your life that you can also free up time, free up that emotional labor and that support, it can really help you. Um, other hot tips are, you know, shared email for your calendar, shared email between you and your partner. So it's not just you getting all the communication, say with childcare and, and schools, share it with your partner. Um, also having a shared calendar, it really then also helps from the social scheduling when we're in normal times. So it can really help you in that sense um, of actually, you know, being being present. You're both wearing it. So like today, my husband actually goes, oh, you know, this email is it? What are they doing? Bank accounts and things like that. Unfortunately, we had to get a refund. It was supposed to be going away this weekend. And so yeah, so we I was like, no, that's right. I've already emailed and things. So it's really helpful that I wasn't just me getting the refund, but he knew exactly what was going on, so we could both wear it. Um, also like registration for our, our second son's childcare and things. He saw the email before I did. So there's things like that 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 can really help, um, you know, sharing it. So you don't have, it's not just also physically doing a tasks. It's also some of the other ways of, you know, scheduling. And, and as what Christy said at the start of this, it's about helping keep the household running and the, everything going. So one of those things, so once you've reviewed all your tasks, work out what you're going to outsource. And I highly recommend you know, as working mums, we're busy. Your dad's busy. You know, the husbands are busy as well. We want more time for family when we're out of lockdown to be able to also go see all our friends and family. So outsource what you can. Think about what you're doing. You know, even group some of the tasks into activities, and then uh, and then you can actually then go, you know, go from there. So as I said, laundry. My husband takes on takes on it all. I do all the, the shopping and, and things like that. So that can really help. And then from there, look at swapping and agree on that path for you know say a month review what you're doing and at times yes it's going to be difficult to let someone else do that task but they will get better just like when we teach our kids something they don't do it perfect the next time but they will get better and so then in a month's time review how that's going review how the the mental load is working out between you both There may need to be some tweaks, but hopefully there's a little bit more balance um, uh, going forward, maybe on that audit. So even if do the audit, maybe every every quarter or every six months, just to review, is this working? Is it not? Also, our setup and our arrangements do change. You know, you may be having work commitments that may require a little bit bit of a juggle. And also I have to say that I've recently been reframing things that they're not necessarily, it's about a balance, but I'd also say that it's a bit like harmony in our household. Um, so it's all like a bit of a symphony as well. 
So at mum's week times can be the conductor, but hopefully there's two conductors as well, both parents working in, in harmony together, that we're singing off the same song sheet um, with our kids. And it's not just us writing all the musical notes, um, but we're actually doing it together. And that's a big part of the mental load. I don't think it's ever going to be 50-50, just like in our lives. I don't think I'm going to have full balance in one way or another. But if I've got both parts of you know all of my life working together in harmony, so to speak, then you're feeling a little bit better and can actually then work and, and actually get a little bit uh, easier and, and things. So that's what I just wanted to cover off tonight was my hints and tips just around sharing the mental load. So just to recap, communication, it's really important and it's integral. We need to let go and it's okay to let go and to delegate. Um, we actually do need to probably shed some of that and then also remove the word should from our vocab. Then go through the audit. It's on the website. Look at what you're currently doing, what you want to do future. Um, look at what you want to, um, you know, start, swap, outsource, then come back together in a month's time to review. So I really hope that you found this useful. If you've got any questions, feel free to DM me. And also, as I said at the start, doors are open currently to the Working Mama Village, which is a community solely focused on working mums and supporting you in the juggle of motherhood and career. So you can thrive in all parts and you don't have to be bogged down by the mental load at all, um, but you can actually thrive. So it's there, it's available, it's open. If you're watching this and you're checking out, if you're wanting to um, register tonight, use the code VIP10 and you will get 10% off your monthly membership your yearly membership from here until whenever you decide to cancel it, which hopefully you never do uh, because you find it so valuable. But we have an amazing community, uh, a great group of ladies in there that are definitely supporting each other and helping it grow. So I'd love for you to come in and join the Working Mama Village as well. So $20 a month and um, $200 for the year. But if you do 10% off, it's only $18 a month. So come on, links are all in the bio, also on the website. Love to have you join. And uh, otherwise, good luck in managing the mental load. And uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to reach out and I'll let you go and enjoy your evening, potentially even do the audit. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.